Joey, 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 Joey. Yeah, you son of a bitch, dude. Dude, you know, <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to start on time, and you're just sitting here fucking around, making me no, wait. No, bullshit, dude. Bullshit. I'm hanging on by a thread this week, <laughs> all right? By a fucking thread, and you're dicking around, man. I was ready to start early today. I was ready to start early. All right. Early, no. You weren't necessarily said early. You showed up on time for once in your life, but. All right, yes, on time, whatever. whatever. What, here, here we are. Nonetheless, here we are. Jay. You're struggling a little bit over there, huh? I, uh, well, look, everyone's getting sick, dude. Like, I'm so fucking sick of it. All week, dude, the small talk and the fucking Zoom meetings. Oh, everyone's getting sick. Everyone's getting sick, and it's true. Yeah, I got a little something. It happens every year around this time of year. People get sick. But now it's, oh, no, no, did you hear there's going to be another variant? Did you hear about the new COVID? <laughs> oh, no, but it's not just COVID. It's RSV. Have you heard about the RSV? It's like, everyone, shut the fuck up. Can we go back to, like, I don't know, five years ago when everybody just accepted we get sick at the beginning of the winter when it gets cold and it's the flu season and people get sick? Just leave it at that. I don't need the names and the titles and the... I'm so it's so fucking stupid, dude. But yeah, yeah, I got uh, the COVID variant, RSV, whatever the fuck, dude. I'm a little sick, dude. I'm a little sick. What of it? So you're having a great week. No, I sent you a picture of my eye today. Yeah, it, with no uh, description, with with no background. Well, you asked me if, what time we're recording, and I felt like fucking ass, dude, and my eye exploded. So I sent you a close-up <laughs> picture of my eye. Uh, all right, so you can't – we're not on video. You can't see it. But, dude, I was making a presentation uh, yesterday. It was an important presentation in fairness, right? It was an executive-level steering committee, and I'm presenting, okay? Uh, I, I, all of a sudden, I get this cough, right? You know if you cough once or twice and you just get that feeling in your throat, you know it's not going to stop? You know that there's hell to pay and you have to do something, whether it's water or whatever the fuck. I got that, right? I'm talking. I'm trying to continue. And I realize, shit, I can't. Shit, I don't have water. So I have to put myself on mute and just have a fucking coughing fit. And I'm hoping, hoping one of my peers or one of my esteemed colleagues will step in and help me out, dude. Fill in for just a second while I try and survive. No. Nobody says anything. It's just silence for fucking 45 seconds. And I realize that. So I try to fight it. I'm trying to suppress it. I'm trying to stop it. Next thing you know, I feel something in my fucking eye, dude. The right half of my right eyeball just fucking exploded. A blood, blood vessel just fucking popped. So the right side of my eye is just completely red and swollen, dude. And I, uh, It's been a rough week, bro. It's been a rough week, all right? So I mean, that was a great explosion. Are you drinking anything? Or are you just you just gonna do this one stone sober? No, you know what I'm drinking because I can't taste anything. I'm drinking that garbage bourbon that I had in the early episodes. The <laughs> Jefferson, the Jet Jefferson. What a fucking horrible bourbon, dude! How dare they use the name of our forefather and put it on a garbage product, man? Yeah, so it's a perfect opportunity to polish that bottle off. That's what I'm doing, man. What are you drinking? I'm going back to the you know going back to the good stuff. Whistle pig piggyback. You know, going with the six year. Uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff, man. Gotta go for it. That's good, man. You're on a you're on a binge, though, man. I gotta encourage you to get off the whistle pig. You know, expand your horizons, bro. Bro, take it easy. Don't talk about my whistle pig like that. All right, don't we? You, you, you're whispering to me, bro. You got your audio in check? Oh, I just I just like whispering to you. Is that wrong? Ah, here we go. Here we go. Jesus I don't like when Christ. you whisper to me. It's creepy as fuck, dude. Stop it. So on today's episode, no. So, um, 
This is not off. This is probably our top 10 worst start. We've only had I, like 15 episodes. I hate you so much. Dude. I hate you so much. Anyway, on tap tonight. Uh, we'll recap last week. A uh, bunch of stuff to recap, actually. NFL Week 14 picks in the last fight night of the year. Uh, oh, so, it is. Nice. You know, well, uh, we'll see. We'll probably still be an hour 15. Still going to go with an hour and 15, <laughs> I guess. But uh, oh, rowdy, dude. Yeah, that was that was the that was definitely the best part of last weekend because it kind of all went downhill after this. But uh, I had a fucking blast. It's never going to be known as the Amica Mutual Pavilion in Rhode Island to me. It's the dunk. If you know, oh, the dunk, yeah, it's just yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, we started off the night nice. That that seafood tower at Capitol Grill hit the spot, my man. Oh, absolutely, dude. You could just get that in and get some rounds like get a get a few cocktails and just do that man the lobster tails the shrimp the oysters man that is a solid tower and i gotta tell you man <coughs> cap grill delivered it always does man it always does very good very good um rough and rowdy i was pleasantly surprised at the entertainment value my friend uh the two i don't know what the correct term is here so we'll get canceled little people matches sure sure uh, um there's two of them and when they played like backstreet boys larger than life as they're fighting or blank 22 all the small things was instant classic oh dude <laughs> I, I agree man it's pure all right so entertainment value 10 out of 10 no doubt how about the production value though because to me it's the biggest surprise man i think you said something like portnoy he's got his interns running it or something I mean, it's just, I think it's just like random Barstool employees that run it. I don't think he's got like his, like, I don't think it's the same level of people that like run his podcasts and shit, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I mean, I would be upset if that was the same people that run his podcast. I mean, to your <laughs> point, like they had the Jumbotron showing the interviews, but not the audio plugged in. So all we're seeing is these interviews with no audio. <laughs> and it's like, it'd be kind of cool to see what's going on. I mean, Roan and Caleb are fucking hysterical. I'd actually love to hear what they're saying. Yeah, um, that's a bit that's a big that's a big part of the show, I think, man. Those interviews are hilarious. They catch these complete amateurs uh after you know the fight of their life. They say some funny shit in those interviews. But overall, man, this is the these are awesome events. I mean, JB, you and I have been watching Rough and Rowdy since it started. I give Barstool a lot of credit for this, man. They found a super super unique thing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh it's it's pure entertainment, man. It really is. It is. Last thing I'll say is uh, Pac-Man Jones not walking down the ring on time. So they have to run backstage to find him, and they just destroy Bobby Lang's entrance with the surprise stormtroopers. I mean, maybe it wasn't a surprise for those watching on TV, because, again, we didn't have the audio, so maybe they talked Mm. about this. But all of a sudden, you see all these stormtroopers, and then finally Pac-Man Jones like makes his way out of the fucking locker room past them. Then you realize Bobby Lang's walking out in the Darth Vader helmet with the stormtroopers, and then basically says, fuck it, everyone knows what I'm doing, and just gives up. <laughs> yeah, that was great, dude. And of course, JB, we were in the suite, classy as we are, and from up above, you have phenomenal views of the setup. My favorite part, man, is how they have all the fighters just kind of like behind a curtain sitting in folding chairs. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like a revolving door. When the next fight comes up, there's no intros, really. There's no, uh, you know, break in between fights. The announcer quite literally says, come on down. <laughs> and you see him fight and get up from their folding chair and go through the curtain. Dude, that was that was unexpectedly hilarious. It is. It has got Price's Rights uh, vibes to it. Just come on down. You're, like, you're the next contestant. So uh, 
I like it a lot. The last thing I'll say about Rough and Rowdy, um, we'll talk a lot about this about corruption, actually. I'm going to say that the um, the ring girl judges are corrupt because we had a guy with us, a oh, friend from yeah. college. I haven't heard this guy. Like, they do it based off, like, you know, <laughs> crowd reaction or whatever. Um, he went nuts for this one girl. And, I mean, not just him, but, like, the entire fucking arena did. Mm-hmm. And she somehow didn't place top three. I, I don't know what they were using for a recording device, but I don't know who that girl was. She's definitely not listening. But if you do, you got robbed. You got robbed of your ring girl contest from. She did. She she did. And yeah, look, you know, all those girls are from the Cadillac Lounge, right? Local girls. Um, now, the Cadillac Maybe. Lounge, uh, the after party, I'm pretty sure, is at the Cadillac Lounge. I, 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 I'm sure that the vast majority of them hail from the Cadillac Lounge. And that's a, that's a spot where there's some wheeling and dealing going on. There's some dicey negotiations under the table cash. All kinds of things, JP. So in the end, you can't be surprised when something like that happens. Oh, no. And all I'll say is uh, Bobby Lang is actually like a real boxer. I mean, I thought that after his last couple of fights I saw. But like, this isn't like the rest of the fighters who were kind of like going into the ring for the first. This guy actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Um, Good size. uh, Good size guy, too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, Bobby Lang, if you want to come on the show, get an interview, let's do it. I mean, I was Hell yeah. I was thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed. I also yeah, it, impressive. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was a great event, great main event and great performance by Bobby Lang, man. All around good time. All right. So, after Rough and Rowdy, at least for me, the weekend took a bit of a turn here. Okay? Yeah. The weekend yeah, took a bit I of am. a turn. Uh, we'll start <laughs> off with the <laughs> Ah, under the table cash, bro. I just told you. So, like, stop <laughs> corruption, man. Uh, that UFC. So, I mean, I wasn't going to win any money after I put a little bit too much faith in Dolce. It is what it is. It wasn't going to yeah. be a very profitable or very lost night for me. I kind of took it on the chin for NFL. But yeah, I am the biggest Patty Pimblet supporter you will see out there. I think he's highly entertaining. I think he's got, like, W. I mean, I'm not even going to say WWE. I'm going to say old school WWF quality is where he's entertaining he's yeah. more of a showman than he's a fighter he swings for the fences and his chin is hanging out there waiting to get fucking clipped and get knocked mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he did not win that fight no, no i had dude. money on patty pimblet and i still said he did not win that fight no nobody could say that he won the dude nobody who understands mma or even just has a brain bro come on there's no way and I can tell you this has been, again, I I had money on him, so I was happy he won. Uh, but I think me and you were texting back and forth during that fight, and I said, if this goes to the judges' scorecards, they're going to give it to Patty. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, we said before the fight, man, if it goes the distance, fucking no way they're not giving it to Patty. And that's, that's exactly what happened, dude. And, and look, the this, this fight, it, I mean – it's not just about this fight, right? Patty is way bigger than this fight. The UFC now has a problem. This is my biggest takeaway, mm-hmm. JB, right? They have an actual problem now, right? Because they have not invested in a character since Conor McGregor. I mean, Patty is – is um, I don't want to call him the next Conor McGregor. He's nothing close to that. In fact, it's people like this that help you appreciate how legendary Conor McGregor actually was in his prime. He could talk the talk. He was an entertainer. Give him the mic. He fucking crushed it. He's a character. But, dude, he backed it up, man. He backed it up in the ring, knocking out the best of the best, dude. How many people have been able to do that? So when you see Patty Pimblett come along, yeah, he's got a similar accent, kind of funny. Uh, He's good on the mic and all that. 
But dude, this fight has just proved to the UFC that you have a problem. This guy that you've invested so much in is not going to crack the rankings. So what then does he become? Right? And dude, call it call it bold, call it crazy, JP. But after this fight, Patty Pimblett does not have a career in the UFC. He doesn't. How could he? How could he if he's going to be losing against unranked fighters convincingly? You can't have a guy with that kind of clout, with that kind of character, with that kind of charisma as a, I don't know, 25th ranked in the weight class and can't get any higher. You can't have that. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. So for me, that was my biggest takeaway, JB. Fuck this fight. I mean, Flash Gordon, phenomenal job. But honestly, fuck this fight. UFC, you got a problem. And the problem didn't get better. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was about half one eye open, half eye, half one eye shut on that main event. Um, Jan lost, and mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta give him props because he actually yeah. said, "In the, I, you know, give him the belt. I lost. I think he won. Yep. You'll never yep. see another fighter do that." If Patty's out there saying, "Oh, I definitely won." Jan, oh, Jan lost less than more than Patty won. Um, I agree. So I agree. That's tragedy split draw now where i was like well that's just bad judging i don't know if that's corrupt then you start hearing this thing and i listen to a lot of you know my podcast punch list being one of them who really i only trust other ones usually say a lot of similar things but apparently jamal hill got the phone call for that fight when they were still in the ring like the fight wasn't over really so they had jamal hill and tashara as a fight saying if this doesn't decide the title you guys are up. Yes. So, so, um, so D- that came from Dale Punchless. Dale said it happened. I guess Jamal Hill's the one who like leaked it and said he got a phone call while he was watching the fight. Okay. So I knew he got the phone call. I thought it was immediately after. If it was while the fight was taking place, that does not make sense. And I don't understand that. You and my thing mean? is, even if it's the fight takes immediately after the place, they have not been able to book a fight that quickly ever. There is zero oh, chance that, yeah. that fight ended. And by the time Dana White's in front of the presser, he can say, I made this fight by the time the fight ended to the time I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was unique, wasn't it? I mean, when I, I initially thought when uh, Magomed Ankaliyev dropped the, I don't know if I want to fight for this organization anymore. I just thought Dana said, well, fuck you, fuck bag. Yeah, I'm going to make another fight immediately. I I, just, I thought that, but, you know, I, I, it seemed like they had this thing planned somehow. It was very strange. And last thing I'll say is they just happen to book it for the Brazil fight for Teixeira. Like, is this his last fight? Like, potentially, it's going to be in his home country. I do love it, too. But, like, love it. this is a marketing ploy more than it, more than it's, like, who deserves the fight, right? Like, it's – how do you – you just, like – you have two guys who were fighting for the title. They both don't get a shot. And then you're throwing Teixeira up there, who has – who should get a shot, in my opinion, right? Yeah, but yeah. Jamal Hill kind of comes out of left field, no? Oh, yeah, that's not that's too early. Not deserved, in my opinion. But you know who's loving all this? John Jones. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. This this weight class is a fucking disaster. It's an absolute mess. Now you have to share a 42. What is he? 43 fighting the young Jamal Hill who does not deserve a title shot after the shit show and Jan and I Goliath. Like it's a mess of a weight class. And John Jones has got to be chuckling right now, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, UFC walked away with zero profit. Um, the loss wasn't too bad because I didn't really feel too confident about anything. And I wasn't, again, as much as my Patty supporter, his minus 260. No, thank you. Um, then we went into the NFL, 
And I felt really good going into it. I did. Um, Tom Brady looked bad. I was, I, dude, I was pissed. I was pissed off, man. I loved that teaser that you floated out last week. I loved it. And then on the day of the game, I'm like, how did that motherfucker convince me to bet on the Bucks? Even plus nine. Even plus nine. How did he convince me to do that? How did this motherfucker convince me to bet on the Seahawks, for Christ's sake? Uh, and, you know, I, I kind of lost my shit before the kickoffs. Uh, I kind of lost I lost faith even before the game started with those two teams. And what do you know, JB? <laughs> they choked. They choked. Um, yeah, Tampa, uh, and the Tampa loss is solely on Tom Brady. He looked bad. He honestly, there's he not, did, yeah. I, I, I defend him to the wall and will not say, Mary, he did not look good. And it was, it was actually no. kind of sad to watch. Um, so when that happened, I knew it was dead. I don't know if you feel better or worse. Like once one leg loses, like, do you feel better that another one are automatically like the Seahawks? Yeah. Like, so, so the Seahawks have burned me now more than. Uh, I would like to admit, really. Um, Against the know, Panthers? So, the Panthers are terrible. Dude, the Seahawks are terrible. Their defense is garbage. Geno Smith is not even, you know, look, don't get me. I don't want to talk about the Seahawks, dude. I really don't, all right? Because um, all right, they're kind of like um, the Vikings in the sense that uh, they have flashes of good. For the Vikings, their flash is their record. Uh, Seahawks, they have occasional flashes and also a half-decent record, I suppose. But they're not good football teams, man. They're not. So why do we put our hard-earned money on bad football teams, bro? Yeah, no. Um, and those aren't even what hurt the most. Uh, I will tell you what hurt the most. I had a touchdown parlay. Okay. Uh, oh, Derek yeah. Ouch. One unit to uh, win 12.4 units. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown, hits. Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown, hits. Tony Pollard, anytime touchdown, hits. Those are all 1 o'clock games. All I needed was one person to have a touchdown in the 4 o'clock games for that thing to cash. Um, it was Isaiah Paccio. Puccio, I'm not going to say that right. It's the running back from Kansas City, who I thought was their number one running back. Apparently, he took the backseat to number two. McKinnon out-snapped him fucking 10,000 to two, dude. And even if he did, that's fine. It was the fucking Broncos. Like, their third-string oh, no. quarterback should have got – or third-string running back should have gotten the fucking end zone against them. Oh, um, no, I mean, oh, again, no. Kansas City, suspect. You just beat the Broncos by less than seven points. Yeah, concerning, concerning, but uh, I don't know. A few people are nervous about a potential upset with that game. I, I don't know. Look, you can't win them all, JP. You can't win them all. You can't. You can't. What's the philosophy of this show? Even when you lose them all, you stay positive. You got to stay always, positive out there. Always stay positive, bro. So uh, I was at the Brewers games this week, okay, against the mm. Islanders. You know, mm. you can't go to a game and not have a little action on it. So I took the uh, over six and all a right. half goals, okay? Now, I learned something. I learned something uh, when I was at that game. Uh, three goals scored in the first period. <laughs> this is a lock. This is lock city, right? Did it hit? No. Um, so it ended up going to overtime tied 3-3. Oh. Now, the guys I were with, well, like, you won. You automatically won. I was like, no, if it goes to a shootout, the final score is 3-3, but it's a win with them by shootout. And he's like, no, that'll be an overhead. That'll be a 4-3. You'll hit the over. Texted a couple people. Some were on my side. Some were on him. I thought I was going to lose the bet. End of the story, it goes to a shootout. The Bruins win. 
knock on wood, amazing. And that paid out. So this is my lesson learned. Wow. Apparently shootouts will give you that extra goal for an overhead. Wow. I did not know Dude. that until that happened to me. Wow, learn something new, man. I would not expect that to be true because I'm sorry, a shootout win does not equate to a goal. It doesn't, does right. it, or does it? Does it? I don't like the guy I was with was one of the guys I was with was so confident. He was like, I will actually insure a hundred percent of your bet. So you have what? to give me all of your winnings if you're not confident. I was like, Well, you're just no, now I'm not gonna do that because you're way too confident. Jesus Christ, man. I'm trying to picture, like, imagine Sports Center and when it shows highlights from a game and the final score after an overtime uh, shootout, right? Does it show? Yeah, it probably shows an extra goal for that team who won the shootout, no? It does. It says 4 3 shootout win. <coughs> Learned something new today, bro. Learned something new. Nice hit. Nice hit. Helped. Helped. <laughs> Helped the cause. Helped the cause. Yeah. All right. So, it's Thursday night. We got Thursday night football going on. Got to get a little action on going here. All right. So, we got what do you got? What do you got? Three team parlay here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. George Kittle, anytime touchdown. Check that one. That hit already. Um, yep. And Christian McCaffrey, 80-plus receiving and reception yards. Hey, I like it, Not receiving man. and rushing yards. Was receiving yeah, yards. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's against that garbage Seattle defense. I like it a lot. Uh, other one was McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. Metcalf, anytime touchdown. Over 43-and-a-half. That over is not looking good right now. Less confident in this one. Yeah. But, you know, either one of them yeah, look, look, I like that first one, man. Go Niners. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, your favorite slide, but I'm going to tell you, man. You know, right. great check mark for your boy. Another <laughs> check mark for your boy. Dodgers look huh? good, man. Dodgers look good there last game. Dodgers look good. They beat your Miami Dolphins, if I remember correctly. Did they not? Yeah, they did. They, they, the Dodgers might just be turning it on at the right time, bro. That just might they be. They were happen. a good team. They just decided not to play for the first eight weeks. Could be. Could be. And your Bengals with a, uh, I would say, good win. I want to say convincing, uh, yeah. but it was a good win. Oh, good convincing win. win against those lowly Browns, bro. And I knew it prior to week one. That's why I picked them week 14, bro. I'm feeling good about the Lions. I'm feeling good about those Lions, man, at 15. And uh, you got to be feeling good about the Chiefs. I do. So the Lions, correct me if I'm wrong, are playing the Jets, correct? Yes. Fucking great game, man. Great game. And we will get into this. Uh, somehow the Jets are favored, so we will talk about that extensively. Oh, I'd love to see that spread. I don't know it, but that is, it sounds tasty to me. And the Chiefs are 14-point favorites, I think, against the Texans. So if my 14-point team favorite loses, then that would just explain how my survival <laughs> Oh, please happen. <laughs> so kind of a weird week in the NFL here. Obviously, we've got Thursday Night Football here. We'll break down San Francisco real quick, but um three saturday games and i think the week after we have like 10 saturday games the way christmas falls out so um yeah. i love hate the saturday games it kind of like you know i don't know i'm kind of a sunday guy like sit on the couch i'll yeah, get it all out at once but uh yeah i'll yeah, take yeah, football yeah, whenever you can get it i guess so yeah let's get started uh games already kicked off san fran at seattle seattle was getting three and a half over under 43 I was clearly on the over that's not looking good i would have taken san fran minus three and a half as well but i didn't really like it that much their backup quarterback is a little banged up. I still have Christian McCaffrey, so you think that's going to hit. But uh, so over-under was the play for me. I took the over. Didn't touch anything else. What would you have done here? All right. So for me, if I, you know, my eye didn't explode and I was, uh, you know, it was a bit, bit healthier, uh, I would have taken San Francisco. God damn it. Brock Purdy looked phenomenal in his first game. He looked great. And then I'm telling you, man, the Seahawks are garbage. I know Debo Samuel is gone maybe for the season. 
But even so, man, the Niners are going to put up points on this garbage Seattle D. And plus three and a half is not enough to save them, man. Would have taken the Niners here. Um, would have taken them spread, but I, I, I missed the boat. I like the over, JB, but I can't be concerned about <laughs> the Seahawks offense putting up points against that Niners D. I would, man. But let's see what happens. I was thinking 28 14, 35 10, but I, I, I think yeah. it's I think it's a, a pipe dream at this point. I will we'll see. Now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, next game. Indy. This is a Saturday game, 1 p.m. Indy at mm-hmm. Minnesota. Minnesota minus four, over under 47 and a half. I really like Minnesota in this spot. I've been burned by Kirk Cousins too many times that I'm probably not going to bet it, but I really, really like Minnesota because I think India is. <sighs> Can you hold on? Sorry. Why do you like Minnesota here? I don't I think Indy is that bad. It's not that I like Minnesota. Oh, I agree. I, oh, sure. Okay, sure, sure, sure. So I agree with that. I, Indy, I thought you would have Minnesota, something good to say about the Vikings. No, I mean, again, I think they have talent on their team. I think Kirk Cousins is significantly overrated, but they're home. I think Indy is that bad. So I think they are deserving of like a minus three, minus two and a half, minus four when you lose on a field goal win makes me nervous. But I do think Indy is that bad. They still cover. Hey, I think this game's going to be closer than you think, man. Indy's D is not bad at all. It's it, it's not. And Minnesota's like Minnesota's D is garbage. So I think this could be closer than you think. The Vikings are a team that they're going to get smoked in the playoffs real quick, dude. I I just I just talk about an overrated team, man. I'm not betting this hard pass, but I think the spread's about right, man. I really do. Respect it. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland minus three over under 38 points. Um, (laughs) I'm leaning Baltimore here with a backup quarterback. I really am. Um, Nick Chubb does scare me in Cleveland. Um, This is a bit of a rivalry game, right? Because it wasn't Baltimore the team that was the Cleveland Browns and they packed up. No, that was. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Baltimore Ravens, right? Didn't they? They used to be the Cleveland Browns. They packed up and moved to Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. So rivalry game. Leading Baltimore plus the three. Um, I like the over here too, just because it's so low. But I could also see this being a goddamn like nine to three game. So probably yeah. a pass unless I throw Baltimore in a teaser and maybe get him up to like plus ten or something like that. Yeah, hard pass for me, man. The Browns are a team that they're out of the playoffs. They're at home. The rivalry game. They're gonna come out and punch the Ravens in the fucking mouth, dude. I mean, it, Tyler Huntley has played. Okay. I mean, okay. The guy needs to learn how to fucking slide and protect himself a little more, man. He's getting rocked. But I don't have the confidence to say that Dyla Huntley's going to lead the Ravens to a victory here. I think, if anything, the Browns are pissed they're not making the playoffs again. The Ravens will, but they don't have that star QB to, to, to lead the way, man. So I don't know, man. I, this is, uh, yeah, no, pass. Give me away from this. Miami at Buffalo, uh, Buffalo minus seven over under 44. This is a pass for me. I hope these both these teams just beat the living shit out of each other. I think <laughs> in a Patriots favorite world, I would actually want Buffalo to win this game. So I'll probably end up rooting for Buffalo. But again, like a tie is probably the best case scenario for me with like, <laughs> everyone getting injured. Yeah, I think the Bills cover here, man. I do. I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. The what? Dolphins are Dude, your no. team, Joey. Look, the Dolphins I, I, I are your no, team. Look, hey, 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 hey. I just said that they were going to be a damn good team this year, which they are, all right? But um, 
I don't know what happened with Jalen Waddle, man. He's a little disappearing act. And, I mean, Tyree Kill can only do so much himself. They haven't established the running game that I hope they would have at this point in the season. Um, it's Bro, JB, it's time to man up, man. So if you're the Dolphins, you got to show that you're capable of going deep in the playoffs. And the offense is still – it's still very capable, man. But – I think Buffalo is – they are the real deal, man. They're the full package. And uh, what I saw especially last week, you know, from Tua in the Finns against the Chargers, wasn't enough. Wasn't enough, man, for me to get, have confidence in taking the Dolphins here on the road. So I think the Bills cover in this situation. I'm not going to not gonna bet it, but I think they cover. This next one I'm, like, overly confident in. Philly at Chicago, Chicago plus oh, yeah. nine, over under 48 and a half. Philly wins by like two or three touchdowns here. Um, yep. I'm super confident they're going to be a straight up play for me. Teaser play, parlay piece. These are going to be involved in everything. So if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I'm sorry. I probably just jinxed you in this game. Um, but I'm very high on the Eagles in this game. Yeah, I like minus nine. I do like that. Uh, anytime you say, you know, minus 14 by two TDs, you get into risky territory, man. Anything can happen. But I think uh, Philly minus nine is is a nice play here. The Bears, uh, I they're not going to be able to stop Jalen Hurts in that offense, and they're not going to be able to move the ball. Uh, Justin Fields, I've said it before, he's not a real quarterback, man. Every time he puts up stats, it's on his feet, and he throws for like 125 yards. You know what I mean? That's That's not going to cut it. So, yeah, Philly, minus nine. The question is, what do you parlay them with here? Don't know, but let's let's move on. We'll see. Yeah, last thing else, I like that, like, they beat the Giants, who are their biggest rival, 48-22. Like, they're going to stomp Chicago. Oh, yeah. Chicago oh, is yeah, dude. garbage, as you like to say. They are, bro. It's true. <laughs> Kansas City oh, at Houston. Houston getting oh, 14 points over under 49 and a half. I'm a little gun shy here because how bad Kansas City looked against Denver. Um, yeah. And Houston didn't look terrible. They played Dallas last week, or is that too? Oh, what do you mean? It looked terrible, man. That was going to be the upset of the fucking week, dude. So I'm cautious, but I also think this is a teaser piece where you put Philly and Kansas City yeah. in a teaser by seven um, yeah. and knock it yeah. down. Straight up, no. Definitely a teaser piece for me, though. How about you? Yeah, I like that. I like that. like it a lot, JB. Eagles, especially this game. Tease it up, see if we can get some value out of it. I think that Houston played admirably against the Cowboys, and if anything, uh, showed some weaknesses of the Cowboys, which I think we all knew were there. But, um, yeah, this is a teaser piece. Let's see what we can put together here. I like the Eagles, and there's probably a few other spots. Yep. Next one's coming up here, my friend. Dallas at Jacksonville, Jacksonville plus four over under 48. Um, again, Dallas showed weakness last week. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I still think they're light years ahead of Jacksonville. I think four is low. I think this is probably closer to a seven or 10 point uh, spread. If Dallas doesn't look as bad as they do last week. So um, potentially throw them in the teaser piece here, potentially parlay piece, but I'm on Dallas. Hey, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is clicking, bro. The dude is coming into his own. He is, man. He is. Uh, his supporting cast is, you know, Zay Jones The drops like six passes per game. Yeah, Marvin Jones is like, what, 40 years old at this point or close to it. And Christian Kirk, he could have a better supporting cast, man. But, dude, he's coming into his own, man. I really like what I'm seeing from the offense. Uh, the defense – 
I don't know, especially against Dallas's offense, man. Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott are probably going to run wild here. I'm staying away from it only because Jacksonville's got some momentum here. Uh, Dallas had a pretty poor performance against the worst team in the NFL last week, that being the Texans. So I'm going to pass on this one, man. If anything, I was hoping that Jacksonville would be plus seven, you know, plus eight, something like that. And if so, I might dabble. But at plus four, ah, it's not juicy enough, bro. Not juicy enough. Detroit at the New York Jets. The Jets are minus one. What? Um, Over (laughs) under 44 and a half. I mean, we've proven a couple things here, right? Like, the Jets are always going to be the Jets. Now, I will say their quarterback, I think his name is Mike White, if I'm correct. He's a tough motherfucker. I don't know if you saw that. He, He knocked out went out with an injury, came back in, got hit again, went back to the locker room, came back, then had to go to the hospital with broken ribs and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is a quarterback. If the Jets are fucking smart, that is your fucking future quarterback. Walk Mm -hmm. away from Zach Wilson, who was another, another Jets bust. The New York Jets are terrible drafting, and they fucking hype these quarterbacks who suck, right? Um, So he's the future of the Jets. That being said, Detroit has that dog in them. I love oh, this Oh, yeah. Team. We've been saying it. I We've love been saying this it all coach. Yeah, yeah. Give me Detroit. Very confident in this. They smacked the Jets in the mouth. The Jets basically waved bye-bye to the playoffs here. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Detroit. Dude, dude, the Lions, correct me if I'm wrong, JB. They got some playoff hopes. Uh, they're this, not dead. They're not they're dead. They're not dead. I mean, look, there's a percentage. I'm not saying it's it's a large one, right? But you know who's going to fight for that percentage, fight for every inch? A team that's got that dog in them, bro. We've been saying it for weeks and weeks and weeks. The Lions are that team, and I love this. I love seeing the Jets at minus one in this situation. I really do. So, yeah, I'll be looking at Detroit. This is, for me, this is a satisfaction bet to see the Jets lose to a team who's also supposed to be shit but just got that dog in them. And I'd love to take them up straight up, single bet money line in this situation, and just watch the downfall of the New York Jets this season. That's what I would enjoy doing. I'm probably going to do it. Agreed. Uh, to answer your question of the playoffs, so the problem is the NFC East is nasty this year. So currently, the way the wild card is setting up, every NFC East team gets in the playoffs. What? Um, the first team that is behind the NFC East to get the wild card spot is the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to lose tonight, so... Take that what it's worth. If they if Detroit beats the Jets, I mean Dallas, Washington, the Giants, like they play each other. One of them's gonna have to lose. So their their hopes right. are actually a lot more alive than I thought. It's just that yeah. that 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 MC is just fucking for as bad as it's been for so many years, is very good this year. Yep. Yeah, I see what you mean. All right. Well, Lions, let's fucking go. Pittsburgh <laughs> at Carolina, minus three, over under 37 and a half. I've literally said more than I want to about this game. This is a hard pass. I think both these teams are garbage, hot garbage, dumpster fires, walk away. Uh, pick is Carolina, but certainly uh, enough enough hot garbage for me to pass. But pick is Carolina for the record, JB. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Atlanta at New Orleans. The Saints, minus four, over under 43 and a half. I am also walking away from this game. Rivalry game, NFC South. Um, I actually don't know which side I'm leaning. That's why I'm going to pass in this game. So I guess if I don't know which side I'm leaning, I should say my pick is Atlanta because they're getting plus four, but not confident whatsoever. So I'm going to pass. No. Yeah, me neither. No way. Bottom of the barrel in the NFC South, dude. Four and nine versus five and eight. Rivalry. Nah. Nah. Get out of here. 
Okay. Oh, look at this. New England Patriots in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Vegas plus one dogs at home against the Patriots. Over Love under to hear your take on this. 44 and a half. So um it's gonna take a little bit. I'm just gonna just gonna preface that right now. This is gonna be a little All bit right. of a rant. Okay. All right, let's um, go. The Patriots are not a great football team by any stretch. They are they are very, very far yep. away from that. Yeah, I think they are far. They are farther above mediocre to put them in the good category. I think they um, would be a very yeah. good team if they didn't have the dumbest motherfucker ever to call plays in the history of the NFL and Matt Patricia. So Matt Patricia, you suck at your fucking job. I know you're a rocket scientist and ten times smarter than me, and are making a billion dollars more than I'll ever see in my life. Did you, did you say rocket scientist or a rocket scientist? I meant rocket scientist, but I might. Just oh, I, I just didn't know if he was like a really cool scientist. So I had to clarify. So he has a he he has a degree in like rocket science. Like he's a rocket. Does scientist. he really? Yes. Well, I didn't yes. know that. But he's. Right, but hey, 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 hold on. Can I ask you something, dude? Do you think? All right, I know you don't like him, dude, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, right? But do you think if he was corrected with the talent that they have on the team, they could be a great football team? Do you believe that? Not great. I still think the Bills are a problem. I think they're yes. a problem for a real team. I do think they're better than the Dolphins. Yeah, see, I don't agree with that. I don't. I know you don't. The don't. Dolphins are your team. No, 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 no. Let's talk about, like, talent. I know, Patricia, I look, leave that whole thing aside, right? My critique on the Pats are the weapons, the talent, right? And if you take a team like the Dolphins, like Tyreek Hill, Waddle, like, I mean, you have some big names there. So, I agree with you that they're, they're a good team. They've crossed that mediocre line, right? But from good to great, I don't know if replacing Patricia does that. It's a, it's a fair, fair. Okay, so this is a must-fucking win for them. Um, mm -hmm. For one, this was a game I looked at at potentially going to Vegas. I called you and I said, Ah, uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> First time I can remember this happening since I, happening happening since I've been a Patriots fan. Um, this was the Sunday Night Football game and got flexed out of Sunday Night Football. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because both teams are not living up to expectations. Now I will say right. I think the Raiders are living up to less expectations than the Patriots had. Um, for sure, for sure. But Belichick, McDaniel's, I think with the payroll of the Raiders, people thought this was going to be like a fucking slobberknocker type fight. Probably, yeah. You're definitely right. Yeah. Belichick needs to beat McDaniels. Belichick needs to fucking step on his throat and end his career. You know what? Like this is, I told you last week, I wasn't going to bet on the Arizona Cardinals, Mac Jones game. And I, or Patriots game. And I didn't, you know right. what I did? I sat on my TV what? and I fucking screamed for four fucking hours. <laughs> I can picture that. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do yeah. this fucking Sunday? Same fucking Same thing. thing. Same thing. Don't touch yeah. it. Cause I don't feel good about it. Patriots. Let's fucking go. Mac Jones. Let's fucking go. Matt Judon. Let's fucking go. Okay? Right, it's the right move, man. That's the right move. You know, well, well said. Well said. I'm going to do the same. I'm not as passionate as you. It won't be as much screaming, but I want to enjoy this. I like what you said, man. It's uh, Belichick's got some shit on the line here, right? Uh, so, yeah, Vegas, massive disappointment this year. Massive, dude. Uh, but they do got some talent, man. They do. And Jacobs has been turning it on lately. So at home, let's see what they can do, man. This is it's probably going to be a damn good game, man. That's what I'm expecting. That's what I want to see. No bets. 
pass. I hope it is because that'll really like fuck over the NFL because they flex it out of Sunday Night Football. Right. Um, right. I do think, and again, I know I'm a Patriots homer and I get that. Vegas has got to be one of the most disappointing teams this season. One of them, yeah, sure. I'd say uh, the Broncos, in my mind, are more disappointing, but there are a few teams more disappointing than Vegas. Agree. Only thing I'll say is the Broncos got Russell Wilson. Like, the Raiders have fucking talent on their team. and they're They super do, yep. Yep, anyway. for sure. Yeah. Good address. All Speaking right. of Broncos country. Who <laughs> could this be the week? Arizona at Denver. <laughs> Broncos country favored by three. Let's ride. Let's, let's talk about this over under at 36 points. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that, bro. I don't want to talk about that. If Kyler Murray was healthy and going to play football again this season, I'd probably take Arizona here, and this spread would probably be going seven the other way. Yeah, I'm not taking it. I don't like this. Russell Wilson has not proven to me that he's that good. I think last week was a fluke. Again, Broncos Chiefs rivalry game throw it up there with the Pats and Jets they just hate each other Arizona at Denver I think a backup quarterback could beat these Broncos so this is a pass for me yeah but I mean this is this is the time where I want to say Broncos country let's ride Broncos country let's ride this is what I I want it to happen bro I want it to happen but in the end man at the end you know what does it for me Arizona's defense is blitz crazy dude they rush and rush and rush and rush the quarterback. Even if they get burned, they still do it. Russell Wilson doesn't know what to do with that, man. Russell Wilson is going to cave, crack, panic, and get distracted. I just, and for that reason, I can't ride with Broncos country. Even when they're minus three with a backup quarterback for Arizona, I can't because of that Arizona defense. And uh, for that reason, I stay away. I stay away, JB. Yep. All right, got some thoughts on this next game here, okay? No. Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay plus three and a half at home, mm. over under 44 and a half. Um, mm. Let's start off with my play is the over, 44 and a half. I like that. Okay. I think there'll be points. Um, so there's a couple things here, a couple storylines, if you will. Um, you believe Buffalo will beat Miami, correct? Yeah, I do believe that, yep. If Tampa Bay beats Cincinnati and New England beats Vegas, New England takes the top top wild card spot. Hold on, hold on. Again? Buffalo beats Miami. Yes. New England beats Vegas. Yes. If Tampa, Tampa beats, beats Cincy. Cincy, the Patriots will take the number one AFC wild card spot. Holy shit. Doable. But the Bucs are a bad football team. I don't listen the way they played last but, week. But, you deserve but, that. But, but it's possible. Hey, it's possible. JP. That's crazy, man. I'm still trying to process that. So Tom Brady asking for a favor here. Okay. <laughs> I rooted for you for 20 plus in years. My dog is named fucking Brady. I need a W from you, man. Okay. I need one. I need one. I need to see the fucking pats in the playoffs. I want to see you're going to go in the playoffs. You're in the fucking NFC South. You could fucking uh, lose the rest of the games and probably get in. I need another W, Tommy. Okay. This is so this is so sad, JP. You're on your knees praying to a broken man who's lost everything. Who's just in this personal oh. crisis. That oh. I, uh, 
man, this is um, sad. I can't listen to this okay. anymore. I can't. <laughs> it breaks my heart. <laughs> On both sides, it breaks my heart. To listen to you doing this and to see the recipient of your prayers going through a crisis like he's never seen before in his life, it's all so painful to me, JP. I can't listen to this. So what I'm going to do to help this cause, I'm going to place a little wager when I go up to New Hampshire this weekend. Oh, yeah. Tampa Bay versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Boom. Oh, my God. Don't be stupid. Are you doing that? Goddamn no, I am. Come on, bro. Okay, plus forty thousand. Take a stab. Why not? <laughs> little, little, little sprinkle. Why not? <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, fuck Joey. Let's go. Get me a W. I will say I'm a huge Joe <laughs> fan, so I kind of hate rooting against him. But Tom Brady's number one. Let's fucking go. Get me a W. I need. And I'll just say this: when the Patriots used to get blown out, that next game, whoa, we're on to Cincinnati. Anyone remember that? Anyone remember that phrase? (laughs) We're on to Cincinnati. Anybody remember that game? Yeah, Yeah, Pac-Man Jones does. We kicked the shit out of him. Let's fucking go, Brady. Dude, get out of your fucking mind, and I'm jumping off the fucking Tampa Bay train. I was on it for a while with you, JB. We were in the caboose having a good time, talking about Brady's going to come back. I jumped out the rear of the caboose, bro, rolling down the hill, and I'm thankful I made that decision because the Bucs are a bad football team. Cincinnati is going to go to the playoffs and make noise, as they did last year. The Bucs are not in the conversation, and that's that. So, you were that confident. How about this little friendly wager, if you will? Yet. Since he wins, I do a shoey. Tampa wins, you do two shoeys. Oh, what the fuck is that? What, what do you mean two to one? What is that bullshit, dude? You're, this you're, is a straight... This is a... Hey, hey, if there's, if there's any confidence, it's you on the side of a horrible football team in the Bucks. Straight up shoey bet right here. Okay, we'll do straight up. I'm because, just saying. Because, you're... because the thing is, I'm not super confident in Cincy. I do like Joe Burrow. I think Jamar Chase and Higgins fantastic. Boyd is a little dinged up right now. They, they, they're good. I, I do like them. I'm not super confident in them to make serious noise in the playoffs. I am confident that the Bucs are a bad football team. And for that, JB, I put a Shuey on the line for this. Straight up money line. I take Cincy. You got the Bucks. All right. Shuey bet. Shuey bet. It's Boom. on. It's on. In the books. Tennessee at the Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half over under 47. I like the Chargers here a lot. I think the Chargers yeah. proved they're a damn good football team. Yeah. Derrick Henry is always scary, but like he's not Derrick Henry of old right now. Um, no. My pick is else. Chargers. A parlay piece and teaser piece. Not, not enough confidence to take them straight up, to be very clear, but they're definitely a parlay or teaser piece. This I, I think that's it, uh, JB. The teaser, what I like at the moment, are Eagles, Chiefs, Chargers. There are two teams that I think are highly overrated and uh, beneath the surface garbage. That is the Minnesota Vikings and the Tennessee Titans. You will see both teams in the playoffs, unfortunately. Uh, you will see both teams at the top of their divisions, unfortunately. Uh, however, I think both teams suck. Well, nah, let's let's not get carried away. Let's not get emotional. They don't suck. They, they're not good. And I think that the Chargers, man, I do believe it, especially after seeing Herbert last week, man. They're turning it on at the right time. Let's tease the Chargers with the Chiefs and the Eagles and make some money. That's what I'm thinking, JB. I like it. Question, would you put Detroit in that teaser, or is that too risky? Oh, no. Nah. 
people are getting spicy. And you know what? The answer is yes, because they got that fucking dog in them, bro. I think that is that is the spicy cherry on the cake of that teaser. Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers, Detroit. Love it. Done. Love Book it. it. Love that. Love that. Love that. Giants at the Washington football team. Washington football team. <laughs> minus four and a half over under 40 and 40.5. Uh, walking away, rivalry game. Giants looked like a garbage, as you say, against the yes. Eagles. Um, I'm still not sold on Washington. I still think they're a little overhyped. Um, but again, rivalry game. They're going to punch each other in the face. Whoever does win this game is probably a step ahead in getting the playoffs. And then that other team might be those dogs and the Detroit Lions get up there. Um, but this is a big game. So someone's going to win and someone's going to have the loser is going to be sitting in a bad spot. Stay away from it, in my yeah. opinion. What are you doing? So I passed, but I ask you this, JB. Who's winning this game? Who's your pick? And don't be afraid to admit it. Just say it. To be clear, I think Dan Snyder was just, like, convicted of multiple chargers. So I think he's going away. <laughs> so I will pick the Washington football team. That's what I'm talking about, JB. That's what's happening. The football team are going to win this game. I, I, I just got that feeling. Does that feeling translate into my harder money? Going on the Washington football team to do anything? No, I can't do that. I can't do that. But the pick is the football team, bro. I just wanted to make sure you felt the same. No, I do. I do. All right. All right. Monday Night Football. The L.A. Rams at Green Bay. Oh, NFL thought this was going to be a banger oh, for Monday dude. night, dude. <laughs> really? Really did. Uh, Green Bay plus seven over on a 39 and a half. Now they're getting Baker Mayfield in L.A. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, how about that last drive, dude? Come on. My. Come on. This is going to be a pass if I have a. That's, that's a lie. I don't know why I say I'm never going to bet money football. I do every week. Um, dude, you whisper it to me again, bro. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Much better. I'm leaning towards Green Bay covering. Not winning. Okay. Covering. But I really like the over at 39 and a half. I think there's 40 points scored in this game. I really do. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that, JP. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. And I, I don't have the confidence here because let's face I mean, look, Baker Mayfield in this offense on this team is a bit too much of an unknown for me. Not a huge fan, but still a bit of an unknown. And Green Bay is not a good enough team. Their defense is not good enough to convince me that they're going to be able to stop him. So I, at 39 and a half, that's interesting. I'm going to ponder that, JB. I'm going to ponder that one. All right. uh, before we move on to UFC, because we're <laughs> definitely running over, uh, I'll give credit. Babs oh, on the mic. Uh, Babs on the mic, Instagram account, diehard Patriots fan. He is the one who pointed out the whole if Tampa wins and Buffalo wins and the Patriots win, they sneak in. So, oh, that was more, good. Uh, that was that was not uh, your boy uh, JB's thoughts. It was too good to be. I do. When you said it, I said, come again. I asked you to repeat it. It was that damn impressive. So, hey, give credit where credit is due. Yeah. All right. Last UFC fight night of the year. Kind of sad. I kind of wish they did like a New Year's Eve event. I don't know why they don't. I'm pretty sure I would definitely buy that. That's a good point, man. They should. Yeah, they should. I'll be honest. I don't have a ton of takes on this. Um, Sergey Morzovo versus Journey Journey Newsom. Uh, Sergey no. minus two. No, nah, yeah, yeah, I got nothing on this one, man. He's, I mean, Journey Newsome, you could take him in a dog spot, but I just, I'm not, I'm not a believer in him, man. I don't know. Do you have a take on this one? Nope, it's a pass. It's a pass. Yeah. 
David Dvorak versus Manel Dvorak. Dvorak. Yeah. Dvorak. Yeah. Is this this fight happening, uh, JB? Are you sure? I thought this one got canceled, no? I thought the Darren Wynn fight got canceled, but I think this is still on. If it is still on, Manel Kappa minus 250. Come on, Too expensive. Too expensive. I don't know, Who was the guy two weeks ago that everyone was so confident on? Fuck. The guy with the mohawk, the red mohawk. Uh, two weeks ago, man, you're testing my memory, dude. I can go like four or five days back in time. Anything further than that, my brain just shuts down, dude. There was a guy who played with his food too much. He ended up losing the fight. Red Mohawk? Red Mohawk. Uh, his name, he's a UK guy. Guy. Takasi? Uh, fight night, a pay-per-view. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Move on. But anyway, I'm concerned about Manel Cape at that price. Um. Maybe tease him up by a KO. I'll take a look at what that is real quick. But I think Kate was a fight, but I'm not laying minus 250 to win a unit. I don't do that on this conference here. Yeah, yeah fair enough. What if what if I told you that uh, Dvorak's nickname is The Undertaker? Would you be tempted to take him in that dog spot? No, none. Okay, yeah, oh. me neither. I'm not even betting on this. But okay, I mean, minus 250, I do think he wins this fight. Maybe Paulet was something, but I, I thought this was canceled, bro. I'm just happy it's still on. So you can still bet on it, so I don't think it's canceled, but Manel Cape by KO is plus 165. That interesting. Hey-o. All right, now we're talking. Although, does the Undertaker ever get knocked out? He just, keeps, he just keeps rising, bro. You know, you know Go that. Go to. Yeah. Ah, Brian Battle, plus yeah. 130. First help. How do you say huh? this guy's name? How do you say this Oh, uh, Renat uh, Fakradinov. There's no way that's right. Yeah, it is. Fakretinov. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fakretinov. Minus one. Fakretinov. You got to say with the Russian accent, bro. I'm leaning battle here. I've won money on battle before, so I'm going to yeah, lean dude. battle yeah. with um, not a lot of research here. But I've won on Brian Battle before. Plus 130. Why not? Let's go for it. Hey, hey, JB, let me spice it up for you. If you would allow uh, me to just... Uh, Open up your stove with the spice. I'm going to sprinkle it all in. Brian Battle by decision plus 250. Cash that motherfucker. Really? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Look, Battle is not a powerhouse with his striking. He's a volume guy. He's a volume guy. His knockout, I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. Last fight, yeah, he knocked out Soto with the head kick, right? It was a beautiful head kick. I don't know if you remember that, man. It was very impressive. But his strike, he's a volume guy, bro. He's a decision guy with an occasional sub, right? So the only thing is he's fighting against an up-and-coming Russian. He's just got one fight in the UFC against a wrestler, which he took to a decision, right? So, I look, if you if you go with battle, you got to say, are you going to take him by KO or by decision against a guy who's never been knocked out or subbed? I'm going to say no. Battle's a volume guy. He's going to outstrike this motherfucker plus 250 by decision. Spice it up, JB. We'll push back here. Brian Battle, 10 wins, two by KO, five by submission, three by decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are all in the minor leagues, bro. Those are in the minor leagues. I see uh, rear naked choke in UFC fight night. Like, okay, you're fair. Two finishes in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got, got a sub. Fight he, area and, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a sub. He's got a knockout in the UFC, man. But I'm telling you, he's a volume guy. He's a volume guy. Little, little too. 
I'm telling you, these up-and-coming Russians, bro, you know these Russians, man. They're not just going to step in the cage and get knocked out and sub. They're going to fight to the death, dude. To the death. So the decision's only at plus 250, so I'm going to pass on that and just take them straight up. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm going to I'm gonna dabble in that plus 250. I will. I will. Okay. Um, someone with only one name. I think it's Mashati. Mahasti. No, it's Misha, it's Misha Tate, bro. I thought you were going to believe me and just go with it. <laughs> this show is so far off the rails, it's not even fucking funny. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing on this one, man. I, I want nothing to do with it. Okay. We'll call it a uh, person with one name, plus 115 versus Hafa Garcia, minus 135. <laughs> I honestly don't know anything about the person with one name, so I'm going to pass on this fight unless you have a hot take. No, bro. I told you I had nothing to do with it. Pass. Pass. This guy with one name is nine and one. I'm just gonna put that out there. So just we'll, we'll take a peek at that maybe after the show and see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear God, why does the UFC always test me with these fucking names? How does Bruce Buffer still have a job? What do you what, I, do? You not know the name Namagametov by now, bro? I do. That's not the one I'm worried about. Saeed Namagametov. Saeed, you're come. I said that with way too much confidence. I don't know. Way too much confidence. I don't know if that's even remotely accurate. I have no idea, man. But so I'll tell I you said, what. Saeed Nurmagomedov, dude. Do you know why he's a dog? And do you know why he's losing this fight? No. No relation to Khabib. No I was going to say that. It's, it, it, there is no, no relation to any yet. of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also no no, like, no coach, no nothing. Like This is this is literally <laughs> zero interaction with Khabib, as I yeah, yeah, exactly. So the only reason I think this is this close of the line is is because of the last name, but people just don't know. This is not a Namagomedov that's related to Khabib in, in, in the mafia, bro. It's not. So, yeah. I hear you. Um, I'm actually going. I'm going to go to Namagomedov here. Like, I, well, no relation. Uh, I think he has more experience than the UFC, than the other guy. Yeah. And... He's still a Russian. He's got some fucking deep issues. So give me a plus no, 100. Yeah. If I'm not, if this goes to an even fight, I'm passing. If you can give me plus money on it, I'll take Saeed. Yeah, for sure. And look, I'm staying away from it. Saeed's not horrible. He's he's just not on the level of the other Nemargomedovs. I mean, that's the reality. He's not horrible. Right. Yeah. So um, I agree with you on the experience. And that's one of the reasons I'm staying away from this. This is the fight I got canceled. I'm pretty sure I'll just double check that. Julia Marquise versus Darren Wynn. I think Darren Wynn like passed out at the UFC performance. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Confirmed Damn. This fight is I like past. watching Julian. Julian Marquez was the guy who asked out Miley Cyrus on a date, man. He's a character. I like watching him fight, man. It's a bummer. So they haven't actually canceled on like the topology because I wonder if they're trying to find him a replacement. But Darren Wynn is definitely gone. <laughs> yeah. Jake Matthews minus 265 versus the Jedi. Plus 225, dude. Give me the Jedi all goddamn day. Let's go. Oh, my God. But, but, but why? Because his nickname's the Jedi, dude? What's my one philosophy to you? If someone wins money for you once, you go with them until they lose money for you. Oh, my God, dude. I've been so excited to watch Jake Matthews, the Celtic kid, dude. And the, Dude, did you see? Do you remember his last fight, Andre Fiajo? Man, when the hype train was like at its highest with that guy, Jake Matthews made him look stupid, stupid, completely outstruck him in the first round and put him away, knocked him out cold in the second round. Like he looked, I dude, it was one of those moments, man, when you watch a fight and you're like, holy shit, this is a changed dude. 
this kid is found it. That was my reaction to Jake Matthews, man. So at this price at minus 265, right, it's time to parlay this kid. It's time to parlay him. And look, I with, with Semmelsberger, he's, um, he's okay. He's okay. But to, when you see a guy like Jake Matthews, if he fights anything like he fought in his last fight, man, he's going to take this, no doubt about it. I'd actually be looking at a, a finished prop. But, man, to play it safe, I think I'll end up parlaying Jake with somebody. Uh, so disagree on the take, but I think we're on the same thing. This fight is definitely not going the distance. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 This has got to be juice to the hell, right? Like, where is this fight to go? <laughs> is this? Fight to go the distance. There you got plus 100. Uh, Dude. I'm interested. Slam. No, no, I'm that's interested. a slam. Bro. That's a slam piece. I, I I'm just going to say I, I'm interested. All right. I'm gonna call that a max bet right now. Actually, that that's pretty. That, God damn, plus one hundred, dude. How? All right, that's a, that's maybe we maybe do, are we gonna drive bet. up to New Hampshire tonight, dude? <laughs> oh no, tomorrow morning. I'm kind, I'm kind of excited by that, bro. Plus one hundred. Come on. That's 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 uh. I gotta. I gotta. You take All over. Right, okay, you you start this new fight. I gotta on. write this down here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh well, dude, you're gonna give me uh, Cheyenne. Buys. I'm going to call her that. Yeah. Yeah. This was the girl who had an affair with our boy, Roman Dolidze. Right. Do you remember the South African JP buys the dude who got cuckled? Yeah. And, uh, I think that, that was her. Yeah. That was her. Yeah. Yeah. This is Cheyenne. Now she's changed her last name. Blismas. Went back to her old name. I, look, I don't I don't know. I don't get into the MMA gossip, bro. I don't. All right. But she's going up against uh, Corey McKenna, the Hobbit, man. In the end of the day, like. Yeah, Corey's with Alpha Male. She's training with Uriah and all the wrestlers. Cheyenne's got some hype behind her. I did. There's no way I can bet on this, man. It's one of these situations where I'm interested what Dale and the gang think. They often have good takes on punch lists with women's MMA. I don't know if this is a women's science situation. I don't know what this would be, man. But I'm not betting it. Um, don't disagree with anything you said. Punchless MMA, women's science. Corey McKenna plus one sixty. Sprinkle it. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, right? Might as well. Yeah, I'm not doing it, but I understand it. I'm really excited about that other bet. I just wrote that down. Yeah, right yeah, I hope you wrote it down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Brundridge versus Michael. Oh, go for um, it. Go for it. Cody. Go for it. No. Nope. Go, go for it. Michael, Michal what? Michal what? Olajekish? Yeah, not bad. Olajekic. Okay, that's close. Uh... <laughs> Cody plus two thirty five, Michael minus two eighty. I am going Cody here. Give me the fucking oh, oh, all day, it. bro. I knew it, dude. First do you remember of all, when you... <laughs> do I remember? Do yeah. I remember no, my max play no, on don't. Cody? <laughs> you don't remember it. Don't when lie. he you opened don't remember and raised someone in the round one. His name was Gore. You're goddamn <laughs> right. I remember it. You're goddamn right. I remember it. <laughs> JB's borderline blacked out one weekend. He's throwing max bets around like frisbees, dude. He throws <laughs> God knows what on Cody Brundage right before the fight starts. And Cody, I think he got a KO that fight, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> dude, don't lie. It was one of those nights where you wake up the next morning, you check your DraftKings account, you're like, oh, damn. Dude, don't lie. That's what it was. Now, 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 for that reason, if you want to back your boy, I fully understand and respect you getting behind Cody again. I do. But for me, 
Oleg Zaychik is the second leg of that parlay with Jake Matthews. So we're on opposite ends of the parlay. So I love that. I love that. One of us is going to be rich. One of us is going to be poor. Um, <laughs> Michael O or Michelle O, whatever this guy's name Bihal. is. Bihal. Okay. He beat Sam Alvey. Woo! Lost to He destroyed Dunn. poor Sam Alvey. He destroyed him in so front of his fucking family. everyone. Sam brought his goddamn family to be massacred by this Polish athlete, bro. It was tough to watch. Lost to Dustin Jacoby, Jimmy Crute, and ODSP. Did he try? Look, if you're going to go with Cody, just go with Cody, but go for the reasons we discussed. Don't try and apply logic, bro. So that's one reason. But again, I'm going to go with he beat my boy Dolce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Your boy okay. is he your boy? Is he your boy? <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my boy as Dolce. I'll stick with my boy as Dolce. <laughs> he gave it his all out there, man. He really did. He was looking for that KO really bad. I know. Um, I, know I know. You want to talk about fighters that'll fight for your money? Dolce was one of those. Like, hey, bad, bad loss, but he was looking for it. So I'll give it to him. Anyway, um, no, I am on Cody Big. Cody's a parlay piece. Cody's a straight up. So we'll see. Wow. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Drew Dober, minus 150 against Bobby Green, plus 130. I'm tempted not to bet this fight and just watch it because I'm in a weird spot here. Um, I really like all both these fighters. Uh, Dober is a punchless guy. I wish he listened to punchless a lot. He was on there this week. He's just a good guy. Um, I think Bobby, Bobby Green got railroaded a little bit with the USADA um, steroid allegation. He clearly took like Sudafed and it got tracked in the system. I think Bobby Green is a badass. I'm leaning, not betting, or looking for fight does not go the distance. Because, again, I really like both these guys. I also sit here and eat some popcorn. Um, but what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'd be tempted to bet Drew in this situation for a couple of reasons. One, um, Drew, everyone knows he has a chin of the fucking gods. Not only is it perfectly sculpted, but it can take a fucking punch, man. And while Bobby Green is a tremendous boxer, he's not a guy that is throwing extreme power and putting you to bed. He's not. Uh, Drew Dober can take punches from some of the hardest hitting motherfuckers in the UFC, man. He can. We've seen it, right? So Bobby Green is not putting him out. I don't believe that. And then if you look the other way, I don't know. D Drew Dober is incredibly dangerous, man. But Bobby Green is elusive as shit. He really is. He's quick. He's got – I mean, dude – I don't – I'd love to see that line with uh, fight doesn't go because I would think that it probably does go. I don't know what that line would be, JB. But for me, um, Bobby Green looked damn good, man. He's had a hell of a past couple of years. He really has, you know, and you got to wonder how much of that is because of PEDs. Of course, you know, I heard the story from him. Oh, I got it at Walmart. I didn't know it was an illegal blah, blah, blah. Bro, anytime a professional athlete pulls the, I didn't know it was illegal, blah, 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 they're either fucking stupid or have stupid people around them, which either are possible, right? Either are possible. But I would like to um, believe that people like Bobby, who I know has decent people around him, in fact, the people that have helped him through, you know, the whole homeless thing, and, you know, they know what you can and cannot take, dude. So how much of his excellent performance was because of that? I don't know, and I don't think it any. I really don't think it matters because when you get a guy like Drew Dober in there, Drew is the real fucking deal, man. The dude is a fucking tough ass fighter, really good boxer, throws fucking heat and can take it too. So 
I'm going to lean Drew here. The only I'm not going to parlay because I'm not super confident in it. Uh, but that's my take, JB. I, again, I'd be interested in that fight doesn't go because I think it will, man. I think it will. Yeah, so I was on the other end. I thought maybe the fight would not go the distance. Um, so you're on the right side of Vegas here. Fight does go the distance is minus 150. Does not is plus yeah. 110. Um, yeah. So given your logic, which is pretty sound, this is going to be a popcorn fight for me. Sure. I love Bobby Green. Absolutely. I love Drew Dober. I love that this fight is happening. I think these are two guys who, quite frankly, I'll say it, maybe deserve the headline more than other people who deserve the headline. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This totally is agree. this is definitely a UFC fan fight, and I'm just gonna look forward to it and not bet it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna join you there. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Alex Caceres? Caceres, yeah. Caceres plus 145, Arosa minus 170. Leading Arosa, but probably a not bet for me. Yeah, for me, Julian Arosa is closing out the three leg parlay with the Celtic kid and the Polish athlete. All right. I'm telling you, man, uh, Juicy J has put a nice string of wins together, including a submission against our boy, Charles Jordan. He beat Hakeem Duwadu in his last fight, man. And Caceres. In you know, late in his career, he's he strung some wins together himself, just not at the same level, uh, in my opinion. So um, I think Juicy J gets it done here, and I really like this line, minus one seventy. I like it, and I think that's going to be a nice close to the parlay, man. That's that's what I think. All right, I like the confidence. Don't like your picks, but love the confidence. No, no, I'm <sighs> telling you, lock it up. Jake Matthews, the Polish. Stud, Mihal Oleksandr, and Julian Arosa, Juicy J, close on an out, book it, cash it. You're that confident on Jake Matthews. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man, when you watch somebody fight and you're like, this motherfucker, holy shit, I can't wait to watch him fight again so I can bet on him. That's that's what I got going on with Jake Matthews right now. Okay. Uh, so that one is a two-to-one. Like, in fairness, that's a two-to-one bet. Jake Matthews wins. I'll do a shoey. Semi the Jedi wins. You do two shoeys? Yes. I will agree oh. to that because I have, yes, because I have that confidence in Jake Matthews. Yes, I will agree to that with confidence. Okay. Speaking of fights like that, Drew Dober and Bobby Green should be over, in my opinion. Amir Albazi versus Alessandro Costa. I'm good. Uh, minus 410 versus first, three, first uh, 330. I have nothing to do with this. Don't either really like either of these fighters. Uh, Drew Dober and Bobby Green should be ahead of these guys. Yeah, I tell you, I, I totally agree, JB. Totally agree. And I got nothing on this. Look, you're talking about uh, as Alessandro Costa, right? Hasn't fought in the UFC. How the If you're going to put somebody ahead of that Drew Dober, Bobby Green fight, man, this guy better be the fucking next coming of Jesus in his first fight, right? How do you put this fight? Look, I don't even want to talk about it, man. Come on. If you're going to have a last fight night of the year, you got to properly place your fights in the card. This fight should not be up there, right? The guy hasn't fought in the goddamn UFC. Alessandro Costa, get the fuck out of here, man. It's your plus 330 underdog. Grow up. <laughs> I'm getting cranky, man. I'm sick. Right. My fucking eye hurts. I'm getting cranky, bro. <laughs> getting. Um, Armin, what is this? Just, just say this fucking name to me. Oh, come on. Sarukian, man. These kids are stud, bro. You got to learn. No, I wasn't lines. worried about Sarukian. I was worried about the other guy. Oh, Demir is Magulov. Magulov. 
Army answer Gurgan. <laughs> I, I, love, I love listening to you pronounce it, try to pronounce Russian last names, so dude. Stupid. I'm <laughs> not not that I'm fun. a bro, man. It's just funny when you do it, man. What does Bruce Buffer think when he gets these cards? He's like, fuck. He practices, um, bro. He practices. Minus 190, plus 160. I'm leaning Demir here only because I will question competition. I don't think either one of these guys has really beat anybody, but I don't feel overly confident about it. Yeah. Uh, Sarukian's a stud, man. He uh, His last fight against Matseus Gamera was a really good one. He lost it by decision but like this is a fight that i think goes the distance man i don't it's probably juiced up probably uh but this is probably one i'm just gonna watch to be honest i think bo- both of these guys are good fighters man but uh unless there's some um, reason to go with fight goes the distance I'm, pro- I'm probably just gonna stay away and enjoy it okay uh you are correct the fight goes the distance is minus 225 uh does not is plus 165 so yeah no no not good enough Jared Kinnanier versus Sean Strickland. Jared minus 105. Sean Strickland minus 115. Um, Drew Dober and Bobby Green should be headlining this fucking fight. Like, what? The yeah, fuck? Prob- probably. Probably, dude. Yeah, I agree. This isn't like, I I just, like, I know Dober's a punchless guy and I like him a lot, but like, I like Bobby Green a lot. Like, they, they are, this should be the fucking main event. Um, so, yeah. as you can tell, I don't care about this fight at all. I'll watch it. Um, Sean Strickland is suspect with his chin after his last knockout. He went to another planet when he got knocked out. Um, so did Jared Kinnanier, though. So I kind of want to lead. Fight does not go the distance. It's even money, so not juicy enough. So this is a stay away from me. Yeah, it's interesting because it's five rounds, right? Normally, if it was three, I'd say it definitely goes the distance. These guys aren't, in my opinion, they're not dangerous i mean you have sean strickland uh really good boxer great on his feet and supposedly can wrestle but he didn't choose to do it against Pereira, which is guy why i got knocked the fuck out like i don't i don't like either of these fighters but i especially do not like jared cannonier in the spotlight anymore get this guy out of main events he's 38 years old he's had a let's say good not incredible ufc career it's like just get him out of these main events man yeah, he's a physical specimen. He's, I mean, he could put somebody's lights out, but he just doesn't. He just doesn't do it. Like he's not. He's not aggressive enough for me. And yeah, he had a violent finish against Brunson, but Brunson is not. <laughs> Brunson is just a wrestler, man. He's not a threat in his feet at all. Sean Strickland is a threat on his feet. In fact, that's what he likes to do. He likes to box. He likes to pick people apart. Right. I think that's what's gonna happen here, JB. I think we might be in for just like a. Kind of a sparring match, dude. I, and, you know, I wish this was Drew Dober and Bobby Green in this main event spot. Uh, if I had to take care, I'd say Sean Strickland takes it. The younger fighter, he's hungrier. UFC is absolutely, I think, backing him. Sean Strickland as a bit of a character who they can make some money off of. So I think he takes this, and I think it's time for Jared Kennedy to just ride off into the sunset, man. At 38 years old, um, just hang it up, man. I, I just don't think at this point in his career he, he's going to be winning main events and uh, climbing the rankings. I do not. So for that reason, Sean Strickland, uh, not going to parlay. I'm not going to do anything. If I want to get super spicy, he'd be the fourth leg in that Jake Matthews uh, Polish stud uh, parlay. But, you know, I, I'm just I'm just going to keep it as is, man. Pick a Strickland. That's that. All right. Straight up pass for me. 
Just give a quick update on those parlays. So that uh, McCaffrey, George Kittle, and McCaffrey to have 80-plus receiving and rushing yards, that hit for your boy. 0.5 units at plus 750. Huge. Um, Other parlay, we're in the third quarter. McCaffrey's got a touchdown. Over under 43 and a half. We're at 17, and Metcalf has not been in the end zone yet. So they're not looking so great on that, but we'll still end up positive on a Thursday night, and positivity is always a like. I like that. I like that first parlay, man. Nice hit. Not going to go through the college football bowls. We'll talk early next week, in my opinion, and go through them. But I did lock in this teaser that we talked about. Um, I did lock it in at seven points. So, again, K-State, Alabama, tease it down to 47.5. TCU, Michigan, mm. tease it down to 51.5. Ohio State, Georgia, tease it down to 55 at plus 130. Take it. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's a get up. All right. All right. All right. Combat FC3. So, I was looking at the fight card there, uh, Joey. Fabio Charant. Oh, yeah, the fucking water buffalo, dude. Yeah, he'll be there. <laughs> nice, dude. Is he fighting? Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. The water good buffalo. What a great nickname, dude. <laughs> Got a good fight card coming up. Got a fight card coming up. And then That's again, awesome. sports book. We'll find the time. We'll find the time. Life is busy. Life is busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're at a mi- an hour 17, which isn't bad because I thought we're going to be like an hour, like 45, the way we're going there. So. Props to us for flying through that fucking UFC card. We don't have a lot of hot takes there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, you know, I feel like we're gonna end we're gonna end this month on a positive note. We're gonna stay hey, positive. Hey, what JB, we're gonna end the year positive, my man. And look, I think that's um that's that's pretty big, right? We've had our ups, we've had our downs, but I think ending the year out positive is a is a damn good accomplishment, man. Taking it into twenty twenty three. In a positive way. And as we always say, you got to stay positive. That's what it all comes down to. And that's what I tribute our success to. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's what I do. To be clear, if I don't end the year in positive, it would be the most collapsed anyone's <laughs> ever had in December. Dude, uh, if you don't, especially after the weekend you had two weeks ago, which was a plus 40 unit uh, weekend, if I recall, if you somehow fuck that up, then that is a that is a collapse that rivals only the collapse of the Roman Empire, bro. That's my opinion. Just have your couch ready if that happens, all right? Just going to tell you right now. <laughs> On that note, we are recording next week. I know it's a holiday week, but you want to record earlier in the week next week? Maybe a Tuesday, Wednesday type deal? Uh, I'd be down for that, and I think my eyes should be working by then. Maybe I'll be able to breathe and stop coughing. So, yeah, let's plan for like a Tuesday, Wednesday shindig, JP. Right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um. Pickets are always available on Picket. We have to sync. It's all working now, though. Yes, you can yes, see yes. all the bets there are. Final thoughts? Anything? No. Hey, look, everybody out there, all of our listeners, buy your Christmas presents, right? Make sure you get everything situated for friends and family. But most importantly, get yourself a gift this upcoming weekend with a parlay involving my boy Jake Matthews, Olegzechik, and Juicy Jay. After all, tis the season to be jolly. That's all I gotta say, JB. <laughs> the struggle at the end there is so worth it. Oh, you say this. Don't do that. <sighs> Don't do that. Just be happy and stay positive. Okay, folks? Just, just stay well, you, you puss. You puss brains.
<laughs> All right. Uh, punch list. If you're listening, let's get like a watch party. Like we can do like a Twitter watch party or something like that. We're just doing yeah. audio. We, we got to get some. We got to get like a little bit more going here. So here, re- reach out guys. to Dale. Reach out to Dale, JB. Let's make it work. Let's make it happen. We, I love Dale, man. We should hook something up. All right, guys. Uh, stay positive out there and let's have a weekend. All right. Be good, everyone. Till next time, JB.